Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back after a several year absence. This is the first new episode of the Revival Idiot Sports Talk podcast. I am the original creator and host, and I'm back with it because I'm jobless. <laughs> Got nothing else better to do. And I should have stuck by this because I started podcasting and created this podcast 12 years ago. And nowadays, everyone has a podcast. Um, and I was actually doing okay. Received several offers over the years for my sports podcast. Didn't do it because I didn't want a job and my hobby. And you know what? I fucked up. <laughs> I should have did something with there along the lines, but I missed having the conversation. So we switched over from the Idiot Ezra podcast to sports side here back to Idiot Sports Talk. And for the first episode on the revival, I have a special guest. You don't see him on camera because he's a shy, cute motherfucker. We got John Tap. What's up, guys? I'm in the building. I'm in the building. You don't need to grab the mic like you're an MC, okay? Um, <laughs> Coogee rap over here. <laughs> and just a, a little mode, eight mile mode. First, if you don't know what Idiot Sports Talk is, uh, it's a sports podcast with a lot of opinions from this idiot here and my idiotic friends also. Yes, John, I did call you idiotic friend. A little background. I am a Jets fan, a struggling Jets fan for 30-plus years. Yes, I know I don't look the age if you're watching on the stream on Twitch at Idiot Ezra. I know, cheap plug, but that get, get used to those cheap plugs. That's what I'm all about, and I'm cheap myself. John here is a Giants fan when it comes to yes, football. Sir. Basketball, he's a Knicks fan. So yes, you already know his correct. judgment's already off the base here. Oh man. Are you a hockey fan? No, I'm not a hockey fan. They can uh they can kiss my butt. And you're a Yankees fan. Yankees fan, yes. Since, you're a converted Yankees fan because you know 2008, 2008 converted before, Yankees. Before Teixeira was on there. Yeah, that's the reason why you became a Yankees fan. Yep, yep. For that role player Mark Teixeira. Did you win a championship the first year he was there? All right, then. Wasn't that the second year? No, first year. First year? Yep, 2009. When uh, A-Rod carried him. No, 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 not A-Rod. It was Mark Teixeira? Teixeira. And I am a Nets fan as soon as they got to Brooklyn. Just turned the Nets fan. When they got to Brooklyn. When they got to Brooklyn. I wish they didn't keep the name Nets. I just call them. I just rep- I use the same concept as Washington football team. That's the Brooklyn basketball team. <laughs> They should change their name. They should. And I would like to say I'm a Yankees fan, but I gave up on baseball several years ago, so I really don't care about the sport anymore overall. It puts me to sleep now, if you want me to be honest. Baseball puts me to sleep now. I always said put steroids back in the game. (laughs) You missed the the roids? I missed the roids. I missed the 70 to 66 home run chase. Well, it's all about nowadays in baseball is home run or strikeout. That's all it is. Even though we don't get the record numbers, the chase for like – what it would be now? What was Barry Bonds? 70, 73. 73. So the chase was 74. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. Maybe at some point. At uh, some point. I don't The way so. the game is going. I think someone's going to you know, hit steroids it. steroids in the game, then you got it. Then you got it. Okay, cool. You, you're right. All right I'm not going to argue with you. Before All-Star break. <laughs> so after we use the Idiot Ezra podcast uh, intro, because I haven't picked one out yet for IST, we're going to get into some NFL free agency right after this. The first thing we got to talk about is the Dolphins' failure to sign and realize that Drew Brees was going to become one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. This week, he has officially announced his retirement from the game of football. And John here, you know, ever since Drew Brees announced it, all the networks are talking about his legacy in the game and where he ranks and John heard an interesting conversation, and he wants to dive into that. What did you hear about his legacy this week? Well, I was watching on ESPN, and the co- the topic was, is Drew Brees top five all time? Is he top five? And in my defense, I don't think he's top five, but I think he's in the top ten, and he could be debatable in the top five because he is number one in passing yards of all time. 
Number two in passing touchdowns. He's number one in completion rate. Uh, like you said, uh, yards. percent yards. Uh, and he's in like he's in four, like at least three, four categories. He's number one all the time, and he's second in touchdowns. He has six of the what is it, ten five thousand yard passing games? I mean seasons, five thousand passing seasons. Yeah, he's got six of them at least. Someone had him top five, and they removed the quarterback. Oh, yes, Dan Orlovsky said that he put Drew Brees in the top five over Joe Montana. I didn't think that was possible. I didn't think that was. Uh, Did he have a reasoning for that? Do you remember the reasoning? He said his reasoning was is that I wanted to put my top five of the people that I've seen play football and that I've never seen before, so I didn't want to put Joe Montana in. And when that happened, Stephen A. Smith said, come on, man, you're an analyst. You're telling me you've never seen Joe Montana play ever in highlights. You are not a – your your whole top five does not matter because you just took out Joe Montana. The top five thing, in my head – even his era mm-hmm. and Drew Brees' era, he's pro- forget about all time. He was probably the fourth best quarterback in his era alone. That's that would be my argument already because sure. who true. you have, Peyton, the, the, the Givens. Peyton. Okay, I don't know if this is Givens, but Peyton, Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. So those two, those two are given? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, right? Absolutely better than Drew Brees. Now, do you want to put Aaron Rodgers ahead of him? You have to. You don't have to, but they have the same amount of um, Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Same amount of Super Bowls. I just, I just think Aaron Rodgers is just the most talented quarterback I've ever seen, bro. He's just every throw he makes is easy. No matter who you put on the team, he makes them better. So you okay? Prime Aaron Rodgers, yes. you rather have than Drew He's Brees? Probably third, yes. So there you go. So on that list already. Mm-hmm. You got number four, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to make some arguments for some other names during this era? Let's just say, if you want to say Drew Brees, I'm not going to argue with you. What about this? You think there's an argument for maybe a Eli Manning? Mm, no. no. To me, to be honest, no. That's a hell no. Ben Hall Roethlisberger? Hall of Famer, but no. He's not better than Brees. Okay. Uh, so if you're not going to say those two, so Philip Rivers would not count. No. Even though he took him out of San Diego. You took him out of San Diego? Yeah. Yes, I know. He, he, it's just, here's the thing. Drew Brees never really had the strong arm or the 6'4 physical freak frame or whatever. He never had that. But he always had great ball placement, and his accuracy was incredible, and he was a great leader. So for those things, you always want to put him in the category. But it's hard, man, because you got Brady, you got Manning, you got Rodgers, who always played in that era with him. Those three are better than him, so you can't put him in the top five because those three are ahead of him. And then Mahomes is still alive. Mahomes is going. Well, well, let's too. not put Mahomes there. He's, He's got a very young there. career. Does he we have know. the? Does he have the projection? Yes. Uh, Mahomes He's has a projection his, to be a top peaking. five. He's peaking already. You know, I don't know if he's peaking all right. That's that's the scary part. You don't know if he's even at his peak. And Mahomes has a potential to be the greatest of all time, which I he has the potential, but I think he lost it last yeah. couple weeks ago. Tom Brady showed him why. Um, not the. <laughs> I, I was making an argument with Greg saying, the, what was so tough about that loss from Patrick Mahomes, like he, like he's already has a fantastic start to his career, and you're thinking, oh, he has a chance to be the greatest of all time. He's had two losses in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they both came to Tom Brady. So right. even if, I always said, even if Patrick Mahomes at this point, right, were to win. Eight Super Bowls, right? Let's say he wins eight Super Bowls. Somebody 30 years from now is going to say, well, guess what? That loss he had was to Tom Brady. He lost two times. He never beat Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, in those games. So he's lost that claim already in a lot of people's minds, no matter what he does in his career. Well. That's it's an uphill. I mean, true. it's already it's almost. Hard. It's already almost impossible hill to climb with seven Super Bowls by cheating ass Tom Brady. <laughs> he's he's got to get seven Super Bowls, seven Super Bowl MVPs, and send up seven NFL MVPs to beat Brady right now. Yeah, I don't think he can't do it That's because they're, they're still going to bring up Tom Brady beat him yep. in these playoff, you know, appearances. But back to Drew Brees. Drew Brees, like you said, great leader. Obviously, the greatest. Um, saint of all time. Yeah, it's just 
revived that whole that whole city was and it was right around the organization he he brought a a mega respectability to that organization because they were absolutely trash that is before he got there that is true they had no respect they were an automatic l he did so many wonderful things for that organization it's to even be in the conversation being the top five greatest quarterbacks of all time is an accomplishment itself do i think he's top five no i don't think he's top five but just to have this conversation is a great respect to him and his career. Correct. You know, obviously what holds him back was going to hold back Aaron Rodgers. What held back Peyton Manning from being considered the greatest? The Super Bowls. Could never make it. He couldn't make it in the Super Bowl enough. And he couldn't win. He couldn't he actually made it, the playoffs. He actually made it to the Super Bowl, what, four times, five times? He's been in the Super Bowl four times, yep. Four so times. the thing with Peyton Manning is he didn't. Oh, he, he faltered in the playoffs, even though he went to four Super Bowls. You know, that's the standard. Like, you go to four Super Bowls, you're, you know, you're a disappointment. Yep. Drew Brees has got one Super Bowl win. Correct. But you also got to... Can we hold that, that same standard to Drew Brees? The two the two freak freak plays that happened, the missed call by the ref versus the Rams and the Minnesota, the Minnesota Miracle. Those were the two that you got. You can't count it against him, man. Those were just two freak freak plays that if, happened. If that's the case, I'm going to use my, uh, my thing... Uh, Tom Brady shouldn't have been in like two of them themselves. Oh, uh, the Tuck Rule versus Oakland. the Tuck Rule was absolute bullshit. Oh man, you oh, don't get me upset with that one. Okay, don't get me. And uh, maybe the Patriots cheating. Like, is, isn't that yep. someone? If you're gonna use, you know, this this the refs fucked it up. Well, the Tuck Rule helped out Drew. I mean, Tom Brady. Sure. And I know people want to use like for against Peyton Manning. Like he was not himself. Obviously, he wasn't when he won that second Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady wasn't a great quarterback when he won his first Super Bowl, right? That no, was, it was a de- all defense. It was all defense. It was all defense, and he was a game manager. And matter of fact, he was hurt in the AFC Championship game. Drew Bledsoe came in and won it, and won it for them. But no one talks about things like that. Nope. And I'm not here to debate it too much that he's the, like, listen, when I was watching that Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I'm there like, damn, I can never debate. This guy's not the greatest quarterback of all time. That. And I'm a Jets fan. Like, we put him in that fucking position. To just be a star, beating you guys every year in the AFC East. I just, <laughs> I think I owe it to my fandom, to my heart, to hate on Tom Brady as much as I can. Even though I know he's got this impenetrable resume that makes him the greatest football player of all time. I know it's, it hurts. So I'm going to continue sounding like an idiot for the rest of my life, trying to shit on Tom Brady. But I understand the magnitude the what greatness. he's achieved in all of sports. And he's one pretty motherfucker, and it just pisses me off. It's not fair. It's not fair. He's got it all. He's got it all. I know you like it. I mean, in some ways, because you're a Giants fan, you're gonna always, you know that. Well, I got, I got two, I got two on him already, so it doesn't matter. He can't beat Eli in the Super Bowl. So you say he was a future Hall of Fame, Eli. He is because he beat Brady twice. I don't think he's a future. I don't think he should be an automatic future Hall of Fame. Not automatic, but he's going to the Hall of Fame. Like, no way he's not. He's top ten in passing yards completely. I don't the numbers and top football. Top ten in passing touchdowns. Fo- numbers and football don't matter as much as. Okay, but then you also, if that's the case, if that's the case, name another quarterback that beat a team that was going to be eight nineteen and zero. So, oh my god! So that's the no reason why he goes into he goes into all of it. He stopped the nineteen. Listen, I know. I think likely he'll get into into the soup. I mean, to the Hall of Fame because the writers like him. Yes. The New York media, the relationships he has, and he's a likable guy. But watching him week in, week out. It was bad. It, was, it, it wasn't it was like, it was man, this guy's a great quarterback. That's my problem with the Eli Hall of Fame argument here. Well, see. Like with the Drew Brees thing, every time the Saints played on Sunday, you know you had to probably drop 30 points. You know it was going to be a challenge when it comes to this offensive, you know, juggernaut because they were, you know, for all these years with Drew Brees, you knew that offense was coming and kicking and, you know, it was good because of Drew Brees. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with Eli. Eli had, I believe he was maybe third or fourth in most fourth or fourth quarter comebacks for a quarterback. I think he was fourth. And that's for somebody that, you don't think is a Hall of Fame worthy type of quarterback right away. To be fourth in that is pretty cool. I think Tony Romo's probably in the top ten. What does that mean? Tony Romo's also a Hall of Famer. 
Tony Robles is not going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's, he's a good quarterback. He was a, he was he was a, a solid, really good. Was I think he was a very quarterback. underrated quarterback. He's underrated, but he's he, shitty, does a hop, he got shitted on because he was on the Cowboys. But nice. he's not making it to the Hall of Fame. Why not? What do you why mean, not? why not? He's just not going to happen. He's making, not as a player. I didn't say a player. I just said he was making He didn't player. have the success in the playoffs. He's, he's a sportscaster. He's going to make it all the Oh, he's got, oh, not as a player. As <laughs> I a didn't sports say cast. a player. I just said he was making the Hall of Fame. He could make it as a sportscaster. <laughs> as a water boy, yeah. he's a Hall of Famer of the American as a, football. As a field goal kicker holder, the field goal kicker holder. He was great in the playoffs versus Seattle. <laughs> all right, you're a Giants fan, um, and you over here loving Eli Let's talk about the current Giants, all right? Yes. Really good defensively. They had troubles offensively. What are you looking for this offseason? More importantly, right now, the free agency, what's going on? I want us to go after the offensive line. We need to get another tackle. We need to get an offensive line coach that knows what to do with offensive linemen and tell them, hey, this is how you block. This is how you move. This is this. We need that type of person because we have we don't have that over there. We don't. We had Eric Flowers for um, so many years that didn't know how to freaking block that he was on our team for no reason. And and don't we, get emotional. Don't get emotional here. I just I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You you seen Super Bowls in your lifetime, so oh, please seen, don't I've give me two. don't give I've me your two. fucking I've emotional rant here. Okay, I've, I've, I've suffered. Two. Okay, yes, I'm holding a Trevor Lawrence <laughs> custom made plushie I made back in October <laughs> a week by week what seven. Week eight, right? Week eight. I thought we had Trevor Lawrence in the bag. We were running the table. A Jets plushie that um, hopefully is still in play. Hopefully Urban Meyer um, you know, has a sip or two before the night of the draft and says, you know what, Justin Fields, I, 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 want, I want a national title. Let me get my boy downtown here. Let's bring him over here. Let's bring him, over. Let's bring him down south or right here. That's, That's what happening. I'm hoping. It's not happening, though. Let, I, let me it's, hold it's up. It's good to dream, though. It's good to dream. It's a 1% chance. Yeah. Can I have that one percent? You could. I'm that's, holding this plushie in my hands. That's these, what happened with, with these locks, these the blood orange locks against my face. It's so nice. <sighs> but you're Giants. You know what? Back to my Giants because Trevor Lawrence is a lost case. You think Daniel Jones deserves another year? Give him one more year, one more year, because we fixed the offensive line. We're going to be a running game. We're going to be like the Cleveland Browns of this year. We're going to run the ball all day and do play action. And I think that's what Daniel Jones is. He's just he needs a better system. Jason Garrett is not the he's not the he's wait wait no. The Daniel Jones had his best year under Jason Garrett though. He showed improvement under Jason Garrett. Uh, he cut down the turnovers under Jason Garrett. Yeah, true. So don't be coming at Jason Garrett. But that was because they were running the ball more. They were running the ball more. There was more balance. Well, who's because of that? Jason Garrett. So what you're saying? What you're saying right now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, but don't disrespect the man. I just don't like Jason Garrett. He was a because cowboy. he was a cowboy. So I know every, anybody that's a cowboy gets shitted on. He should besides, besides Dak for some reason. Yeah, I like Dak. That's I the like only him. person I shit on for some reason. I like Dak though. I love him. Forty million. You love him? Uh, he got too much. I would have liked him to go somewhere else. I don't like him in Dallas. He should go to. He should have went to San Francisco. To be honest with you. For that kind of money. Not that type of money. Just you signed the thirty-seven point seven. Stay there for a year. Go sign with the 49ers and win a couple championships with them. Yeah, but the thing is, when you're when you're with the Cowboys, you're such a marketable star. And also, why would you leave no state income tax to take a pay cut into the most highly taxed state in America? Well, it's because probably you want to win a championship. And, and I, th- I think he believes in the Cowboys to win a championship. And he believes in that fat check because he's been playing on a, was it, a third-round contract. For years, I, I, yeah. besides the you know the franchise tag, obviously, but mm-hmm. you know the man wants to get paid. Well, forty million is a lot, man. That means he's the second highest paid quarterback in the league. <sighs> he's a winner. He's got a solid record, but that see that's I chalk that up to the market. You know, I don't think he deserves. I mean, by statistics and your stature in the league, he doesn't deserve quote unquote to be the second highest paid player. Like, is he the closest to Patrick Mahomes? Uh, no, no, but it's all about the market, and he has market leverage behind him. Anytime a good quality quarterback is going to hit free agency, they're going to get paid, a.k.a. Kirk Cousins got paid because he was a quality quarterback that hit free agency, which is very rare. You just don't see that happen, and that's why it was this offseason has been crazy in the sense of, you know, 
Matthew Stafford being traded, Jared Goff and uh, Carson Wentz. Yep, and this talks about Russell Wilson and going had, somewhere. Now, that one's going to be the mind-blowing one because the other three that I'm talking about had, quote-unquote, you know, down years. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stop saying, quote-unquote. And two, Russell Wilson, obviously a top three quarterback in this league. Yep. Being possibly on the move, that's going to be a huge. That's going to be big. That's going to be big. That's going to be the ultimate shaker right now in this league. He's a top three quarterback. To move from somewhere like that, oh, man. It's going to be nice. It's going to be big. But if Russell Wilson moves, Deshaun Watson goes too? Because Houston's really strong about not not moving him at all. I I think about this more and more each day. The Houston, you said Rockets? Texans. Did I say Rockets? I thought I said Texans. I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm hearing things, <laughs> and I got large ears, so I don't know. Maybe I heard someone say it out the country, and I just registered it probably right now. Houston. You probably heard it in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Texans need to trade Deshaun Watson. They need to. They they need to seriously. Not obviously. It's it's usually moronic to trade a top five, uh, top six quarterback especially at a very young age who's still growing you probably don't even know if he's at his peak yet obviously a special talent but they did this to themselves they fucked up this organization you got no money you got no draft picks and your team is ass even if you keep Deshaun Watson you got no (laughs) players coming in and you ain't got much draft capital your team is still going to be asked with Deshaun Watson. How do you restock all this? You're going to have to go through a rebuild process. You trade him. You take that cap hit. But you're going to get, obviously, a haul. You're going to acquire a huge. A bunch of first-rounders. You're going to acquire a, a nice haul. And then you're going to acquire cap space going forward. Obviously, the big caveat is you lose a special talent like Deshaun Watson. But if you want to go forward and rebuild this team, truly rebuild this team, and not have a disgruntled quarterback who's going to be more pissed off because they're going to go 4-12 again because this team can't do anything. You have, I think you have to trade him. Even if, they didn't have, even if Deshaun Watson was cool, and he was like, yeah, I want to stay here, and if he didn't say one word, I still think you had to take that possibility as like, you know, Bill O'Brien fucked us over. The ownership fucked us over. The new people in there need to say, we need a clean house. And if we want to bring in very nice towels, you know, a nice renovation here, the high quality stuff, thousand thread sheets. <laughs> thread count. <laughs> you know, you, what you got to do is you got you to gotta trade Deshaun Watson. But who would give up? Because what they're asking for is three number ones. I give up right now. Three number ones. Okay. Two defensive starters. And I think a second rounder. Well, they could command it. Doesn't mean they're going to get that. Yeah. Now, I, I suggested this. I think I said two first rounders, Quentin Williams, and maybe another pick. You wouldn't give him Sam Darnold? Um, yeah, I would give up Sam Darnold if, 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 if I'm getting get to show him. Yeah, right away. But I'm saying is, Quentin Williams alone is worth two number ones. Yep. And if you get two number uh, two number ones with him, to me, that's four number ones. And value you're getting. And if you throw in Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. you know, who's probably talking about, you know, maybe a first, second, or third. That's the, that's the rumors going around. Mm-hmm. I think you're getting a nice haul back. But this is me. I'm a Jets fan. And, you know, I'm going to. It makes sense. I'm going to be biased on that big time. It makes sense. Um, back to Dan Orlowski. He said something like that, too, for my Giants to make a trade. To give um, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, two firsts. For Deshaun Watson. I thought that was crazy. Uh, I would do that immediately. No, 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 no. I don't know about the two first. I'll give him one. Let's think about it. Daniel Jones is, I'm talking about in the sense of this trade value. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have much trade value. Okay, here's a young quarterback. Barkley, he's going to be. He still has talent. He's still still out there as a generational talent. Yeah, a generational talent who's been hurt. Yes. And. We can still get something. And. Quarter, I mean, running backs don't have the value as they used to. They're not worth anything anymore. So you're giving up two first-rounders. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, I think the Texans will say, go fuck yourself. Second of all, that's a steal for the Giants. That's a steal. I don't give, Saquon Barkley, yes. 
Uh, whoa, awesome. Top three running back potential. If he's healthy, get the fuck out of here. I'll give you Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I want Deshaun Watson. I would I trade just... three sh- sh- uh, three Barclays for Deshaun Watson. Three. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. A guy I that's going to go. You can't, you can't argue. What is he getting that's... into? He's going into his fourth year, right? Yeah. That means he's going to get paid soon if he has a, a, a good year. They're going to pick up his option. Uh, no. Trade him if that's the case, but you know he's bugging out. I don't think that. Well, the Texans are stupid. So what am I saying? Maybe they'll t- well, listen they to that. Changed. They might have changed now. Bill O'Brien's not there. anymore. He actually came up with a a, a, a three way trade. Your boy Dan. What do you say? Okay, for Russell Wilson. So he said the Bears get Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks get. Listen to this: Sam Darnold, three first rounders. The Jets get Khalil Mack, a second rounder. Kyle Fuller, or um, it was somebody else. or Oh, man. I know it was Khalil Mack, second rounder, Kyle Fuller, or, oh, Allen Robinson. That's what his suggestion was. And he's not talking about the Jets give up the second overall pick. He said without the first round pick, first pick. Without the second overall pick. So but he's still giving up, but the, the Jets will be giving up three first rounders. Okay, so they give up the 23rd or whatever, future picks. Yeah. And then they get Khalil Mack. And... Yeah, but I wouldn't do that. Like, why would they? Like, the Jets need a pass rusher. Yes. Desperately. We haven't had one in my mind. In my mind. Since Jonathan Abraham. Abraham. Yeah, just it's like a real wow. star. A long time ago. Like, legit. Like, we've had some years, like, some guys have been decent, some, mm-hmm. some, some double-digit sacks, but some guy that you could rely on. It's been a while. It's been a while, and we got rid of John Abraham because they're the Jets, and they're fucking you know, whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to get emotional here. <laughs> don't want to. Let's just keep it in check. True. Let's keep it in check. So yes, that's what's happened. But Khalil Mack, three first rounders for Allen. No, for Allen Robinson and Kyle Fuller. The, what makes it okay, slightly better is that you get that second round pick back and his potential trade. But I don't think I would do that because once again, it still doesn't solve. What the Jets' problem is, is have a quarterback. Even though you're talking about keeping the second overall pick, you, you would draft Jack one. Wilson. Listen, overall, I've always said this. If the Jets don't get a really good trade value for Sam Darnold, I'm taking a quarterback second second overall, and I'm still keeping Sam Darnold on the roster. You also got to see what they do in the offseason, man. If they fix that offensive line, because y'all got one already set up. Beckton is... One of the best linemen. Yeah, we'll right. see what the offices uh, and no, and they haven't done shit today. The Patriots are spending money like crazy. Nothing. You're right; they're not doing nothing. So far, they haven't done anything, but they haven't. Well, the the one no, I, they haven't. In my opinion, they need to do something with the obviously the offensive line. And he was never going to spend big money on the offensive line, so we'll see what happens there. So the names that I want to see on the Jets have not been missed out. As of yet, like wide receiver, I want Kenny Galladay. Okay. I want him. Who doesn't? I do too. So, <laughs> and, um, you know, they haven't. We'll see what happens with the second tier of offensive linemen. You know, the Chiefs, the Patriots made moves today. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yes. But, you know, I, I want to see what the Jets do. And uh, uh, obviously, what happens through the draft, that's how you really build a core and chemistry. Is through the draft, and hopefully the Jets get that right. But we need a quarterback. Oh, Deshaun, you know, and then I'll get rid of this plushie if we get Deshaun Watson. <laughs> if I get Deshaun, it would be nice to see them in, see him in the Jets, though. Do you think you did a good job with the coach I got? Uh, you know, I'm I'm not fine with the coach hiring and all. As long as Adam Gaze is out of here, you know, he should have been fired anybody. 16 weeks ago. I mean, long, long time, long time ago, but. You know, I don't. You, you reminded me of Frank Gore getting two hundred plus touches. You're getting me pissed off right now. <laughs> uh, he was your best running back option. In, in Adam Gay's eyes, that was your best running back option. He should have been. He should have been canned after the eight and eight season. Seriously, after one year, forget it. He was terrible. He got he got his offensive guru, his quarterback guru name, his guru name, just because he was offensive coordinator with Peyton Manning. Are you serious? Well, Kate Manning gave him a nice, glowing review. But anyway, I don't uh, – fuck him. Anyway, he's done. He's done. Get him the fuck out of town. Yes. Which he's, I hope he's still not living in New York I or Jersey. Well, if I Get him out of the Northeast. I'm running him over. 
Whoa, whoa, take it easy. <laughs> Let me be in the car too. <laughs> no, no, we don't wish any no, no, no. harm against anybody. No, no, this no, was a joke. No, it was a joke. Take it easy, John. <laughs> what the fuck? Sick motherfucker over here. Um, now let's talk about some free agency moves over here as of today. Uh, the Patriots, which we mentioned, big moves today. Big, big, big spending, big money. I didn't know uh, Travis Kelsey was a free agent. John U. Smith got four-year, $50 million, $32 million guaranteed tight end from the Titans. Who was hurt, right? He's got – I'm telling you, man. He he's got, got talent, though. He got paid like he's Travis Kelsey. But, hey, I was just – I made a comment earlier today. I was like, yo, Ezra, after George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, who are you going to draft in fantasy for tight ends? It's usually him anyway. So I understand. Probably he's Bill he's your third was, pick in, in that's fantasy? The, that's the third tight end pick. Oh, no wonder you missed the playoffs in Dynasty Football. Oh, no, I, did, I didn't miss the playoffs. I got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> I got robbed with the – he knows because you played me. Kareem Hunt, touchdown pass. Oh, man. I whooped your ass, that. baby. Oh, yeah. That hurt that's my how I feelings, do it. bro. It hurt my feelings. I was up by 31. Um, You was up by 31? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Okay, John Smith. Patriots desperately need an offensive weapon because they are lacking surely the last few years. So if they had to overspend, no problem. I think if you're a Patriots fan, you're happy they are here spending some money because it's needed. Especially, you know, that type of offense they were trying to run out there in New England. Now, I think they also picked up uh, a linebacker today. They spent big money on a linebacker today. Judon. Judon from the uh, Ravens. He got signed, too, for four years, I think it was, 56 million. That one I'm more surprised at. Like, he's spending big money on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. Then and it's older people, too. Like, he usually doesn't do that. He usually goes through the draft. You think he's feeling a little a certain way right now with Belichick? I don't know, man. He, I think uh, I think the whole Tom Brady divorce is not looking too good. First year, he got Super Bowl already. So, I think Bill, uh, Belichick is on, the, he's on the hot seat to get one this year. Or at least get in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think... It, Right now, we don't expect them to make it to the Super Bowl or anything like that. But, you know, I think he definitely wants them to be competitive. And you know yeah. what? The Patriots were not that far out. They were competitive this year, too. They had some good games. You know, they beat a lot of good teams this year. If people look at their record, look deeper. Look at the teams they beat. They beat a lot of good teams, a few playoff teams. They were not an easy out, you know, a lot of times, and they'd be good teams for some reason. They play down for some reason against yep. the bad teams. Exactly. We'll see. If, hopefully that's not corrected because I don't need that in my life. But I don't think the Patriots are that far off. And we'll see what happens with that offseason continuing. Uh, the, the big name that I thought about, you know, I would love to have the Jets to get, but, you know, I knew he wasn't really wasn't going to come over because he just won a Super Bowl, Shaq Barrett. From the Buccaneers. And I thought they had an absolute bargain. Four years, $72 million, $36 million guaranteed. To me, I thought he was probably... I, I said the midway point, he was my honorable mention for defensive play of the year. Like, I thought he was a top five defensive player this year. Top three, like, pass rusher this year. Shaq Barrett was the absolute monster for that team this past season. In the playoffs, he just... Even played even better. He, he played even better. He was unstoppable. That defense overall was insane in the playoffs. Him and JPP worked really well. They took down three good offenses in a row. In a row. Okay. Saints, Packers, Chiefs. Yep. And if I'm correct, they beat three straight Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yes, they did. That defense was really good. Really, really good. And they just got everybody back together. So. We might be seeing I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just surprised that the money that I thought he he could have got more. He could have got hundred mil easy somewhere else. I, but th- I guess I, I guess Tom Brady that Tom Brady stuff got into his head like oh we could win another one and like no state income tax and mm-hmm. you know you just you want to defend the title winning is very you know it is. can convince you yep to stay and speaking about convincing the Chiefs signed the biggest offensive lineman free agent this offseason, too was just announced. Yes, it was. This dude, Joe. Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney, five years, $80 million, $48 million guaranteed. And their, obviously their big issue was pass protection in the Super Bowl where Patrick Mahomes ran like a record, what was it, like 400 yards? Over five, almost a little over five, 498. Four, 
98. Before throwing the football. That's insane. <laughs> so they were upgrading that, and I imagine they're going to tackle that in the draft too. Yes. Um, and if they do that, oof, that offensive line is going to be dangerous, man, because they were missing two key pieces plus a guard already that was a doctor for the COVID situation. So that offensive line is going to be very, very good next year. Very good. Okay, well, another playoff team that we're going to talk about, the Patriots wasn't that part of that conversation. <laughs> uh, the Packers re-signed Aaron Jones to four-year, $48 million, $13 million guaranteed. You know, it was a $12 million year average. You know what bothers me about this signing? Obviously, I think Aaron Jones is probably like a top five running back in this league. Okay, absolute fantasy beast, too. For some reason, which is underrated in fantasy. But... Didn't they draft the guy in the second round? Dylan. So if the page, I mean the Packers were going to to attempt to resign Aaron Jones, why did you draft a running back in the second round? It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. You spend money. All right. So you got AJ Dylan, who looked good in the playoffs last year. You don't have to sign Aaron Jones, forty eight million. Those forty eight million could go to Will Fuller to help. Devontae Adams out and give Aaron Rodgers another weapon. See, Green Bay's got it all messed up, man. They just hate Aaron Rodgers for some reason. And all Aaron Rodgers does is just be great. And they don't care. They just keep ruining his career. And listen, they, re- they they re-signed a pro bowler. Okay. Right. I am not But not. I just don't understand the drafting move. Like, why would you go for I know we're talking about this a year later. But just now now like Last year it bothered me. This year's bothered me even more by re-signing Aaron Jones. You thinking, okay, all right, we get Jordan Love, we get a, uh, we get backups because of the future. These guys are going to be our starters in the future. AJ Dillon is, yeah, he might have a nice role. He might be their Jamal Williams, mm-hmm. but you're not taking a guy in the second round for a Super Bowl team to be a Jamal Williams. You think you want to take someone that's going to be eventually a starter, take over to help with the cap situation? Because when you're a good team, you got to pay good players. That's true. And if we're talking about the value at running back position, I don't understand this part. Well, we'll see. We'll see if more stuff comes out. Because we don't know if it was an Aaron Rodgers-led type of signing, say, hey, keep my guy here. I want to keep him here. Maybe that was we, – we don't know all the full details, but – I just don't understand the the signing. I don't. If we get if you get a running back in the previous draft in the second round that high, he's going to be a starter, man. Look at Jonathan Taylor. He was a second rounder this year. Dude's going to be the starter. Marlon Mack. I'm sorry, bro. You you got to go find a new job, bro. You're not staying in Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor got that job locked. <laughs> he was an absolute monster the last yes. the second half of that year. Jonathan Taylor, the Colts. Oh man, they're going to be good. Watch them. Watch them. That's my Madden 2022 season right there. That's my team. Carson Wentz is going to have a bounce back here? Um, I think so. That offensive line is going to give him enough time to throw. I think he's going to have uh, – my MVP right now for next year is going to be Matthew Stafford, but Carson Wentz is going to be close. Wait, wait, wait. You just dropped the bomb. Matthew Stafford, MVP. MVP for the Rams, bro. MVP for the Rams. Well, for the Vams or for the, for the NFL? For the Rams and for the NFL. He's going to be the MVP. Sean McVay has a quarterback. That has the same, that can play the style that he needs. Jared Goff. Should I write this in the book? Yes, you could put it on there as a guarantee. Jared Goff. Writing it in the book. Is the Writing worst. it in the book. Jared Goff is the worst. Writing this in the book. Write it in the book, bro. Matthew Stafford, MVP for 2022. Th- um, NFL MVP. I think you're, you've been drinking, sir. <laughs> Sean McVay has a quarter. He's going to make... Matthew Stafford, amazing. Watch, watch, man. Matthew Stafford's never had that many weapons. The offensive line's going to be so good. The play action's going to be insane Listen, in that team. The all, the best years that Matthew Stafford's ever had was under a competent coach and John Jim, uh, Jim Caldwell. Caldwell. I, f- I hear what you're saying. He's never had the exact team around him. He's never had a smart organization around him. A great offensive mind. And when they do get a good coach around him, they fire him after having a winning season to get a guy that's going to go get you in the top 10 picks yep, or whatever. Yeah, consistently. <laughs> so I understand that, but for MVP, that bomb you just dropped? It's going to be there, and then 
You know what? I'll come back to the show when they name him NFL MVP February 5th. Okay. When he's not even in the top five consideration, <laughs> you better come back on the show. So I, I can, I'll call it. If I'll I go to. like, uh, do you remember that? I got it written down right here. March 15th, 2021. <laughs> Yo. That you were uh, NFL, highly. Yes. Intoxicated. I don't even think I saw you take. Do you day drink? Like, I didn't see. Like, do you have I might, a flask? I, I, well, listen. I didn't see anything. I'm telling you today. March 15th. I'll mark it again. Mark it again? Okay. Mark it again. Matthew Stafford, MVP. All right. Um, Carson Wentz is going to have a better year, though. Guaranteed. Carson Wentz is going to have a better year? He's going to have a better oh, year okay. than he had last year. Oh, he's going to have a better year he's than be uh, Matthew Stafford. No, he's not have a better year than Matthew Stafford. I don't know that. <laughs> not better than Matthew Stafford. Well, the the Texans start Mark, uh, Malik Collins, the former t- oh, Cowboys defensive tackle. Defensive tackle he signs with the Texans. He moves over a couple cities over. Well, the Texans have been doing some things, but I think they're just trying to. Because I also oh talk about the Patriots. I heard that they were trading with the Raiders to get Trent Brown again. To get who? Trent Brown. They wanted him oh, again. The offensive the, lineman. The six eight monster that's over there. Well, so we got another move right here that came in. Uh, former Patriots safety Terrence. Brooks reached an agreement when you deal with the Texans also. So the Texans are tackling that very bad defense. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, it's good to have death. You need to trade uh, Deshaun Watson. Bro. Yeah, need seriously. To, you need to trade him. You need to, get a, you need to trade him with one of the teams. Maybe Carolina might want to do something. I don't know, man. They need to do something. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play there. Yeah, I understand if he doesn't play, they get $10.5 million in cap space because he doesn't play, but still. It's Deshaun Watson, bro. Just get your three first-rounders, get your two solid players, and trade this guy. Get rid of him. Do you predict any bombshells for this rest of this offseason here? As far as big names moving? All right. Let's just, do you think Russell Wilson will be moved? <sighs> to be honest, it's going to be hard, man. He just won Walter Payton Man, Walter Payton man of the Year award for Seattle. <sighs> I, I It's just tough. It's hard. It's, man. It's, it's tough to hear. Not tough. It's it's hard to imagine that Russell Wilson was in there like, "Yo, I'm tired of this shit." Yeah, but to Trade hear what me. he was saying, it was unheard of. Like, it's not Russell Wilson like to be talking shit about the organization like that. It was weird. It was weird to hear. But if he does go somewhere, Chicago makes the most sense to me, and they would be up there for a Super Bowl contender because that defense is amazing. And Russell Wilson, you already know he's top three quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So. Well, they got Allen Robinson. Uh, this guy came on strong as a running back last year. Uh, I can't believe I forgot his name. The rookie. Um, or second-year guy. He's a second-year guy, not a rookie. Oh, dang. I, I can't believe But he came on strong. Gabriel? No. Not Gabriel. But, yeah, I know who you're talking about. But let's be honest. The team could be just the, – the team could be set up the same exact way. They could have the same exact offensive line, same weapons. Russell Wilson makes – any offense better. Look at the offensive line he had. He's been getting killed over there in Seattle, and he still makes them in the playoffs, still win 10 to 11, 10 to 12 games a year. You go to Chicago, bro, he's going to make that team way better regardless. It's, it's going to be a tough division still, though. It is because you play Aaron Rodgers twice. You play Minnesota, who's going to be better next year, twice. So it's going to be harder, but Russell Wilson's good, man. That defense is good. They need. They were 5-1, and 5-1 and one last year. And then the quarterback play showed that they're terrible. Maybe Matt Nagy's. Well, their defense was horrific. They had no pass they rush to Seattle. Yeah, it's just they they were a flawed team. If Russell Wilson didn't play, you know, at his standard, they were going to lose. Yep. Because he had to be perfect for that team to win. Because this is so flawed. Um, with the with the Bears, obviously, you know, if you got a defense and you got a running game, you don't have to rely as much on him him being perfect and you know it's Russell Wilson like I said he's a top three quarterback and in my mind you know I, I got no problem calling him the best quarterback in the league you yeah, know that's but, not that's not that's not hard to, that's that won't be that's debatable but it won't it's not like somebody saying it's wrong he he's, he's been showing that he could be the best in the game so no no predictions besides Russell Wilson moving. I don't see him moving either. I I, I just don't see. You know what? But there. You know what? I don't want to say that. I don't want to put that in stone because yeah. usually when there's smoke when it comes to these trade rumors, and you know, a lot when it's 
gaining, you know, the, the snowball effect that keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, it usually leads to something. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Matter of fact, it would shock me, but it wouldn't shock me. Whatever, you, if that makes any sense. Because I never do. He, but that's what I'm saying. I think if he does go, then it's just a, it's just going to be a trickle-down effect. Then I think Deshaun Watson's got to go too. There's no way that you're going to keep – if you see a star like that and they see the package that they got, they might want to be like, okay, Houston, okay, let's be smart here. Look at what he, Chicago just – look at what Seattle just gave up for Russell Wilson. Like we can get a lot more for Deshaun Watson. So they might trade him. They might. Let's see. It all goes – let's just see. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Who gets moved first, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson? Wilson, not Watson. I really think Houston's going to keep him there. They're going to try. They they probably are hard headed. Yeah, they're going to try. It makes it. It's only. It's only. It it makes perfect sense to me because the organization's been so bad. That and I think and I think Pete Carroll and the Seattle probably feel. They're kind of full of themselves a little bit in a sense, like right, we could probably replace Russell Wilson anyway. Mm-hmm. You yeah, because that's Pete Carroll thinks that he's he's that type of person. But come on, man, Russell Wilson is the reason why he carried you. Type. I don't know Pete Carroll, but I thought he would be the type of you know coach or or man to be like to Russell Wilson. Like, what's the problem? Let's yeah, work this out. At least let's, talk let's it fix, out. Uh, what do you need here to, for you to continue with the organization and be happy? You know, I I thought that conversation. Would take place. I'm not sure if it did or didn't. So, mm-hmm. I just yeah. thought that would be the. You know, I you would think Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson would come to an understanding and have a conversation heart to heart. You know, because they obviously went together. You know, they've been consistent together. Yep. If they can have that, but you know, have the conversation. But I don't. Yeah. If they have, if they've had it, we haven't heard anything. But if they haven't had it, they should have it. Because I think Russell Wilson's earned the respect to have that type of conversation. Hey, I'm unhappy here. And the coach is like, hey, you're right. You know, let's have a sit down. Let's see what the heck we could do to fix this. All right. We're getting close to ending the podcast here. Um, I'm hoping in the future we have our own mock draft or have, how can I say, we depict other people's mock drafts getting closer to the draft and see what we like, what we don't like about these mock drafts. You know, that's the fun part, the NFL. Before we move on, do you want to talk anything about some some Knicks or anything? Because I know you're happy that you're, you know. My Knicks, my Knicks are going in the right direction, but we need we need a star. And I think I think finally we might we might attract a big NBA star. Next year we're gonna have some big numbers, big names. Cats coming or Bradley Beal or um Cat is a big He's a big talent. Yes. He's a name. But he needs somebody else with him. But but he hasn't won shit. I know. I know. That's I'm, my problem with Cat. I think, well. <sighs> I hope the Knicks get him and you guys still don't win shit. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me. I'm a well, Knicks hater, too. I, I, I know. I, I hear it in your voice when you talk. First of all, the Knicks need a shooting guard. So Bradley Beal would be the best option. But I don't know if he's coming, though. He might go to Los Angeles. But he's not a free agent next year. Yeah, I think he is. You sure? I thought yeah. he signed an extension. No, he hasn't signed anything yet. I gotta look at it. Don't don't quote me. We'll look into it. But yes, Knicks again the big name next year. We're gonna finally have a big name. I wonder what you consider big names. Anybody that's been an All Star for four years in a row is a big name for the Knicks. Well, that's true. Well, that's yeah, that should be nice. That's consistent. You hope is a Bradley Beal. Yes, I hope it's a Bradley Beal or a Car Anthony Towns. Or I'm fine with the Carl Anthony Towns. I'll allow it. Or we get a number one pick. That'd be amazing. But that's not. You're not gonna get the number one pick. We're not. But maybe we're like Cleveland. Maybe we'll have a one percent chance to get the number one pick again and get Kyrie Irving. Who knows? No, eight percent chance, and they still got it. Huh? NBA, what's up with that? (laughs) Yeah, because they want the stars in Cleveland. (laughs) That's what they wanted. They want the stars in (laughs) Cleveland because LeBron left that year. He said, "That's it with the stars in Cleveland." (laughs) And you saw how New Orleans got the number Remember, one. One of those too? picks was Anthony Bennett. That's true. Anthony Bennett was one of the picks. That was probably the. That's probably no. That's Mike probably Ola, the Mike Oliver Candy's up there. Though. No, at least he had solid years. Did he win? Did he get an All Star game? Did he was an All? No, I don't think he's ever an All Star. But Anthony Bennett Quite over Kwame Brown. Oh yeah, at least Kwame Brown was on multiple teams, and he was a, like a a, a role player. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Anthony Bennett was never that. He was just straight. That was a bad draft. He was terrible. I think that was the 2013. That was a terrible draft. Ter- and I went to that NBA and draft. Anthony Bennett was the first pick in that draft. It was a terrible draft. It was. I don't even know who the Knicks picked. A lot. If you look at the names today, you're like, damn. Well, I don't. Damn, well, what happened here? Draft? I think Greek the Freak went 15 that year, right? 16. Was he on that draft? I think he was on that draft. He might have been in that draft. Anthony Bennett, though, that's crazy. Ah, he ain't in the league. The Knicks now. can sign him now. He's How about playing, that? He's playing. He's on the three versus three of the Ice Cube League. He is. He's probably the youngest one in the league. Big three. <laughs> he said that three versus the, the Ice Cube the three, League. The Ice Cube League. All right, I want to thank you, John, for coming by. Yes. For the podcast, while you see me wave the plushie of Trevor Lawrence and wave the locks against my hands and caressing my skin. There's still a percentage of him going to the gym. Yeah, there's still a chance. Yes. Urban Meyer, this is my cry to you. I know you listen to the podcast, bro. <laughs> Consistent listener. <laughs> he's, out, he's emailed me a few times. Urban. He's like, more, more cowbells, more cowbells. Yeah. <laughs> U-M. U-M. Um. <laughs> you know what the deal is, um. You got it. That's all I call him. Um, this is my boy. Um, um. <laughs> Take Justin Fields. You need him. You want him. He's a, he's a, he's a star. He was a star in college. He's going to be a star in the NFL. You need him in your life, and I need this plushie in my life. Because what am I going to do with this plushie if he gets drafted to the Jaguars? Can't sell it for anything right now. I would never sell this. This is Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> the Jaguars need to give up on him. Or you know what? The Jets just straight up to the first overall pick. Well, we'll see. Maybe a video will get leaked of Trevor Lawrence doing something with a gas mask. Who knows? <laughs> what? The, gas remember, mask? Remember what happened with Larry Tunzel when he was supposed to be the number one pick oh, that year? Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. had a gas mask. He went all the way down to 11. Maybe the Jets could get him. Maybe that could happen again. <laughs> we need to sneak a gas mask <laughs> in him. Just, get a gas, just put him with a gas mask. That's it. Drop him all the way down to 11 so we can get him. Let's go, Giants. No, you don't want Trevor Lawrence over Daniel Jones. Of course not. <laughs> I want anybody right now. Anyway, honest. thank you. I appreciate yes. you being here. I appreciate everyone listening. The love and support for Idiot Sports Talk. We're back and I expect future more content. John's going to come back, especially that he dropped his bomb, Matthew Stafford, for MVP oh, yes. 2022 in the NFL. NFL. Maybe if you would have said L.A., I would have gave you <laughs> I would have gave you something. Maybe the West Coast. Yeah. That still would have been rough, but the West Coast. That's a prediction right there. He's winning it. That's not like, you know what? Russell Wilson's going to win the MVP next it's year. It's a bold prediction. I got it. Bold. And you're bald, too, so I know why it's you did that. It's a bald, bold prediction. It's a bald, bold prediction <laughs> by John Tapp. <laughs> I appreciate the yes. love out there in these streets.